0: Welcome to the Movie Score, a podcast where we discuss rate and debate films. I am your host, Benjamin Barber. I am joined once again by my sister and co-host, Maribeth. Hello, everyone. How have you been? Good. Good.
1: Um, Let's see, what have we been up to this I
0: don't know. We we need to talk more about what we've been up to because we kind of just say, oh, yeah, good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think. Um, I've been working on
0: some animation. Yes. Been working on a two day animation of Ben Solo dying over and over again.
1: No, you're not. No, sorry. <laughs> That's sorry. not nice of you.
0: Sorry, John Hand.
1: <laughs> what? Wait, uh, what's going on? So,
0: John Hand, which, by the way, he answered last week's movie line.
1: Oh, yes, and I heard he was extraordinarily specific. Yes, so
0: it was from The uh, Last Jedi. It's most specific <laughs> answer we got. He knew the place, who did it. Everything. So congratulations to him. But I've also been on his YouTube lately. Okay. So, I, we're gonna. I will put a link into it into the description because y'all should go t- check it out. Um. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff, and yes. I've been watching a lot of Ben Solo on there. Yes. So I just had to throw that out to pick at him.
1: <laughs> we are Reylo's together.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Is that what it's called, Reylo's?
1: Oh well, that's what the ship is called.
0: Okay well okay that's the Um, way you like to do things uh, (laughs) i have i
1: haven't uh i honestly have not yet watched his videos so i need to remember that
0: they're pretty fun they're they're pretty funny too (laughs) some of them so yeah we're gonna put a link in the show notes because you should go check him out because he's so amazing he's answering movie lines he's definitely our most active listener so he's pretty awesome
1: so you've been animating and I've been uh, very excited because I'm making steps forward in my publication process for my novel. Oh really? Yeah, how's that coming? Very well. I got some responses back from my beta readers the okay. last few days and uh, it's all very, very positive. so it's nice. very exciting. Yeah.
0: Okay. let's not dilly-dally. Okay. Let us go into the depths.
1: Do you feel like this is a little bit of a controversial selection?
0: A little bit, but okay. So we're going to be reviewing the Blind Side, which we just watched this weekend. Mm-hmm. Came out in two thousand nine. You want to read the synopsis?
1: You know what? I forgot to Google. The oh synopsis. my gosh, sister! Why did I forget? How many to jobs do, that? do you have?
0: I mean, it's. I'm
1: sorry, but you know, want... I I did all. I just typed um, in the blonde Side.
0: <laughs> the blonde Side. Hey, that's the side I'd be on. <laughs>
1: So, Come on, sorry, sister. I had physical therapy this morning, so I was, oh. <laughs> I was kind of scrambling to put together my notes this morning. Okay, here is the synopsis. Michael Orr, a homeless black teen, has been, teen, sorry, there was teen right under
0: Did you take, like, drugs during, like, physical therapy?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me start over. Okay, go. Michael Orr, a homeless black teen, has drifted in and out of the school system for years. Then Leanne Tui and her husband Sean take him in. The Tuies eventually become Michael's legal guardians, transforming both his life and theirs. Michael's tremendous size and protective instincts make him a formidable force on the gridiron, and with help from his new family and devoted tutor, he realizes his potential as a student and football player. This movie was released on November twentieth, two thousand nine, and is directed by John Lee Hancock, who is also famous for *The Rookie*. I believe.
0: Oh yeah. Yes. I haven't seen that movie in and a while.
1: And if I'm not mistaken, I think he also did The Alamo. Oh, really? Uh, I think so. I know I've watched several of his movies before. Oh, yeah, he did The Alamo. Yeah, The Alamo in 2004 and The Rookie in 2002. <laughs> so he tends to be, um... oh, he did Saving Mr. Banks, too.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, hmm. and The
1: Founder. Wow. We didn't really like The Founder. That was really yeah. depressing. <laughs> okay. His movies tend to be really long.
0: So I have a question for you, sis. Okay. Um, You're not that big of a football fan. No. How much football would you say you've watched? Have you even watched a full football game before?
1: Um. What was that game that we watched? Um, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be mad at me because I bring Star Wars
0: up in almost every <laughs> podcast. But
1: what was the one that we watched when... We came home from the rise of Skywalker.
0: That, my friends, was the game when <laughs> LSU defeated Alabama.
1: Okay, I think I may have watched the whole thing of that.
0: But no, you weren't. You were. You had gone to watch the theater.
1: Yeah, but we came in like right as it started. Oh, really? Yeah, it hadn't been going for very long.
0: It's wonder, It was a wonderful game.
1: I think I saw, the, I think I watched that whole, maybe.
0: So how did you feel <laughs> watching a football movie? <laughs>
1: I'll admit that I was pretty skeptical to begin with because I don't typically like sports movies Mm, unless the sport aspect of it is not the most important aspect of it. And because of that, I enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed most sports movies.
0: Yeah, because it was more... It wasn't just about the sport. I mean,
1: the good first half of it wasn't even about football. Yeah. So... (laughs) I was kind of like, okay, this isn't too bad.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> the, game
1: section, the game parts go on for so long.
0: Some of them can be done awfully. Okay, so let's <laughs> go into our fun facts about this movie. Okay. You want to start off?
1: So this movie was based on a true story.
0: Mm-hmm. It was.
1: Um, that's one fun fact. Another fun fact that I have is that it was nominated for Best Picture and also Best Actress, which Sandra Bullock won the Best Actress.
0: Yes, she plays the mother in the movie.
1: Correct. And interestingly, she was not the first choice for the role. It was originally offered to Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. but she turned it down. And Sandra Bullock also turned it down three times because she wasn't sure that she could play a devout Christian.
0: <laughs> I read that. I was like...
1: Which was very wow. interesting. Yeah. Um, she thought her acting was so bad that she thought about dropping out but didn't want mm-hmm. to disappoint the director. Yeah. And then she ended up being nominated for Best Actor.
0: Yeah. That's the, pretty funny.
1: The other fun fact that I have is that at one point, Michael's tutor is trying to convince him not to go to the University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And so she tells him that, like, they keep dead bodies down there and work with the yeah. FBI. That's only half a falsehood. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I'm, right here, it says that the university has a facility started by this this one guy that does study the stages of decomposition of human remains in a variety of scenarios. And apparently, uh, so, yeah, that, that part of it Dude, was true.
0: <laughs> that's creepy.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Interesting.
0: Okay, you guys more?
1: Um, this film was a commercial success. It was. It was done on a $29 million budget, and it made $300
0: million. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, nobody expected it to do as well as it did.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay, so I have some fun facts that I put in here because we also need to talk about this, but I didn't really know where to place it other than the fun facts <laughs> about the real Michael Or. Is that mm-hmm. how you say it? Okay, he did not like this movie. hmm And I took a picture of it. Oh, mind what he thought. I have it right here. I have
1: the quote, too, if you need.
0: I have it right here. Well, that's my movie line. <laughs> okay. okay. Michael Orr himself couldn't stand the blind side. Despite of the outstanding performance from actor Quentin Aaron, who played Michael Orr, the NFL lineman did not enjoy the movie. He felt it was a poor representation of his life and claimed the film actually did more damage than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, he felt that... It was wrong. He it kind of the movie kind of made him, I wouldn't say stupid. So much as just very. Uh, how would you How would you say?
1: Well, I think the movie did make it out that he had like a really low IQ and all yeah. that. Yeah. And that wasn't. That, I actually have the actual quote from him. If, yeah, yeah, like, you can, yeah, you can it. do it. Um, He says, I felt like the movie portrayed me as a dumb kid instead of as a kid who had never had consistent academic instruction and ended up thriving once he got it. Mm -hmm. So the movie kind of did show that, that once he got good teaching, he did really well. But at the very beginning, it also made it out like he just wasn't
0: that Mm. bright.
1: And he was very bright.
0: Yeah. Some other reasons he gave was the movie simplified his struggles. He felt mm-hmm. it also exaggerated his story,
1: mm-hmm. and it also he also felt like um, it showed that he was completely ignorant of football to begin yeah. with. And Which in he reality, wasn't. he mm-hmm. he knew the game backwards and forwards.
0: Yeah, he also felt like the film sugarcoated his family's life. Mm-hmm. The movie kind of makes it like they found him and then it was all pretty Hunky-dory. easy. After. Yeah, but it wasn't. They said. There was a lot of struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are some of the things. Another thing is, in the movie, the mom played by Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock, she kind of is like this, she kind of pushes him to do more. Mm-hmm. And he says that's really not what happened. Mm-hmm. He pushed himself. He really didn't have that behind him, but they yeah. they added that in. So those are some of the reasons he didn't like it.
1: Which I think, if you're dealing with a story that's based on fact and the people who the the characters are real and they're able to give their critique of the movie mm-hmm. you should listen yeah <laughs> i mean yeah if if they say this is not how it happened then listen to them <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> okay so we've been talking about no movie. matter
1: how much you enjoyed
0: the movie we've been talking about sandra bullock let's go through the list of the characters yeah so sandra bullock plays the mom mm-hmm.
1: leanne tootie
0: and then you have tim mcgraw yeah, it was shocking that we didn't figure out who we didn't he was even him.
1: Recognize him? I'm so used to him yeah. being, you know, scruffy with a cowboy hat. He plays
0: the dad, <laughs> Sean. Uh-huh. Then you have Quentin Aaron, who plays Michael Orr. Uh-huh. And then Lily Collins plays. She plays his sister. Collins, too. Yeah. Then you have uh, Jay Head. I guess it's him uh-huh. who plays the brother. S.J. Uh-huh. Who
1: was honestly the funniest part.
0: Of he it. was pretty funny. He was he was like uh, Kevin from Home Alone. Mm-hmm. He had that personality.
1: Yeah, and then you had several famous cameos.
0: You did. You had uh, so of course because he's this great football player. A whole bunch of colleges want to rec- recruit him. Right. So you saw Nick Saban was in it. <laughs> Uh, you saw Ed Ogeron was in it. Coach O. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of different people. There were some other guys that I I didn't really But recognize. those two are
1: pretty significant since we live in Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Saban, at yeah. the time of the, this movie, coached LSU. And mm-hmm. now Coach O coaches LSU, right? Yep. He's still coaching? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sure shows is. you how much I <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if he had retired.
0: Or... Uh, no, he's still kicking. Okay. The old buzzard. <laughs> Okay.
1: They did really well behind the camera. I was impressed.
0: They did. Well, Nick Saban does a lot of advertising and stuff. Okay. Coach O does some. Yeah. But yeah, he wasn't terrible.
1: I mean, I thought Coach O, especially, I was like, is this good old boy going to be able to
0: act? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't do awful. Okay, so let's go into our themes. Okay. And let me just say, it's kind of hard for me to do the themes now because that I know that the real Michael, Michael Orr, mm-hmm. didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. So I was like.
1: And at the same time. I think there are some themes in this that probably even Michael Orr would, um... Yeah. Would appreciate, Mm -hmm. like, the real man would appreciate about the story. Yeah. So, maybe. Maybe. I I, I won't presume to say for sure, but...
0: Okay, hit it, boy.
1: Okay, so... Okay, the first thing that I have on here, probably, um, he would say that this wasn't part of his actual story. Okay. But... Uh, the importance of asking people what they really want as opposed to just assuming what they want. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, he kind of suggested that that wasn't really an issue Mm -hmm. of the parents pressuring him either way to go to certain schools. We're talking about the movie. But if we're we're evaluating it just as a story. Yeah. um, I thought that that was really good because not only did the parents not necessarily ask... I don't think that they intended to pressure him. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think it just wasn't communicated well between them. Yeah. But they kind of pressured him to go to a certain school. But then the lady who was supposedly investigating them for this, she wasn't asking him what he wanted to do either. Yeah. Um, And so that moment when he finally kind of stands up for himself to both the parents and to the investigator, I -hmm. thought was really, really good. Yeah. That was kind of a a step in the direction of manhood because he was asserting himself in a healthy way. Yeah. He was stating what his desire was. So, I thought that that was a really good one. Yeah. What about you?
0: Okay. And here's here's another thing. I can I can edit some of this stuff out because <laughs> it might take a while to explain things cuz That's okay. I I have a I hard feel time like it's
1: with something like this it's better to um, yeah. Choose your words well.
0: So, so this, uh, it is it is difficult that this rich, wh- white family took in this very poor, teenage black person, mm-hmm. which is great. Mhm. I but mean, I think they I, did it out of the kindness of their heart. Yeah, yeah, and just a the thing throughout this movie is how the kids and and him kind of interact in the struggles that each one of them go through mm-hmm. and and you can you see that a lot but how the other kids treat them at school
1: mm-hmm. yeah, because they came they got a lot of flack. yeah, the, they did the teenage sister especially yeah. because she was living under the same roof as a teenage black boy.
0: Yeah
1: I mean, <laughs> it, it was dumb mm-hmm. but they they received a lot of flack for that.
0: yeah. But even the mom received a lot of flags for mm-hmm. that. And she's, and she's at the lunch yeah. with her friends. yeah. But she didn't, but neither one of them, none of them let that bother them.
1: No, no. And I think that goes along with something else that I have written down here, which is that love is colorblind. Yeah. You know, yeah. you really, really love someone, it doesn't matter what color skin they are. And it makes me so mad when people are, it makes me mad when people oppose biracial marriage. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I realize that culturally there are challenges to that. Just well, yeah, because it's gonna be challenges our, to anything. Just because of our culture, but I don't think that there is anything wrong with that, and it makes me angry when people uh, mm. people uh, condemn that. Yeah, I think it's wonderful because it just proves, like I said, that love is colorblind and God made us all one race.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was a big thing. It wasn't easy for either of them. They they mm-hmm. each had struggles.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that was a big thing. Okay, how about you?
1: Um, Let's see. Well, the other thing that I do have here is the power of love and friendship, because which kind of goes into that love is colorblind. But more specifically, you saw that Michael, he really had not had any um, nurturing in his life. You know, his mother was taken away from him, or he was taken away from Mm -hmm. his mother when he was very, very young. And just to have people that cared about him really opened him up, you know. But not only that, he changed the family. Yeah. You know. Because Michael came into their home, they started having Thanksgiving dinner around the table rather than just being completely glued on the Mm -hmm. football. The football was obviously an important part of the family and they went back to that after the meal. Yeah, all sports. But just that simple action of sitting down at the table and having conversation, yeah, was important as as important to the twoies as it was to Michael. Yeah. So and then you also saw things like the teenage sister Collins. Mm-hmm. You know, she kind of um, ventured out beyond her clique. Yeah. Because of Michael, you know, because she had to stand up for her brother. You know, mm-hmm. so it all the every member of the family changed for the better.
0: Yeah. Um, a lot of character development. Mhm.
1: Yeah, good character development. Even with the mom who seemed so sure of herself at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was a hot ticket. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, here's another thing. So Michael's protective instinct. Oh yeah. So his <clears throat> position in football is offensive tackle, which is
1: I'll let you explain that because <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. No, says I want to. This is all
1: Greek to me.
0: <laughs> so he's trying to basically protect the quarterback mm-hmm. from the oncoming de- defensive right people. Whatever you call. They're trying to attack the quarterback. Yes, they. Yeah, they're trying to the fit, uh, fit. Well, anyway, it's hard for me to explain. <laughs> so in short, these guys are trying to tackle the quarterback, and these guys are pushing back on those guys. Gotcha. And he's the offensive tackle. Gotcha. That's in, the, so, in short in layman's terms.
1: So it's kind of like that scene in the Two Towers where the Orcai with the big bomb <laughs> is <laughs> was running down the causeway, and they the other Orcai have to protect him from the arrows. It's kind of like that. <laughs>
0: uh, think of it as the orc running to try to blow up the wall, and another elf running up against that orc and trying to stop him. Basically. <laughs> I could probably do a better one, but I didn't think I was going to have to explain that. So, sorry. <laughs> you should have given me some warning. Go watch your football games.
1: Why would I come watch Lord of the Rings?
0: <laughs> like, what a perfect football learning kit. <laughs> Maribeth pulls out Lord of the Rings. Okay, kids, we're going to learn about football today. <laughs> okay, can we please get back on track? Yes. <laughs> it's easier for me to explain it if I had like a video of football, but okay. So anyway, he had a protective instinct, which made him really good at being the offensive tackle. But that also made him, in the story, that kind of builds in not on the field, but also off the field in the family. Mm-hmm. There's this one scene when one of his, well, friends, quote unquote, is talking bad or rudely about the mother and the sister. Oh, yeah. And he gets very protective of them. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool how that related, not just in football, but also in the family.
1: Well, and also when they were in the car wreck and Michael threw out his arm to protect little SJ Mm -hmm. to the point where he actually pushed the airbag away from the little boy. Yeah. Very, very good.
0: But another interesting thing about him having the protective instinct, nobody else around him, at least his real mother Mm -hmm. or the people he grew up with had that. His dad left him mm-hmm. when he was a week old. His mother was in with had drugs, and she gave him up.
1: Right, so he didn't really have any Yeah, example. he didn't have that. And yet...
0: That was kind of, yeah, that was just him.
1: He protect. He would instinctively protect everyone else. And
0: maybe him. that's why he would instinctively protect everybody else, because he never had anybody to oh, do that for him. Oh,
1: that's a really interesting point. Yeah. Wow.
0: See, I'm not all dumb. Of course not.
1: You mean you explain football (laughs) tactics.
0: Ish. I I felt like I could have done that better, but...
1: No, that was fine.
0: Okay. So, are we done with our themes?
1: Uh, I'm done with my themes.
0: Okay, yeah, we're making good time. Do we want to rate our film?
1: Yes. Although I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a more complicated rating. Yeah,
0: because it's it's not the most accurate movie Right. So do you want to go first or me go first?
1: Um it doesn't matter. To me, you you pick.
0: Well, ladies first. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so I have mixed feelings about this movie. Like I enjoyed it when we were watching it. It's it's a well done film.
0: It is, yeah.
1: Um, and it's funny.
0: It is funny. It's compelling. And it
1: is compelling. Um, but at the same time, I couldn't help Thinking the entire time I was watching this, and I kept thinking, "Is this a white savior film?" (laughs) (laughs) You know, and like you know,
0: maybe it. You could take it either way.
1: Yes, and I'm also hesitant because is that just my progressive postmodern culture surrounding me saying that because. If, if you had had a wealthy black couple take in the poor black boy
0: mm-hmm.
1: would it have mattered and again that goes back to the love is colorblind
0: yeah would well it but again that, that, that all of that was true this really happened
1: it, again exactly
0: it's not like somebody made it up
1: that's true
0: so it really happened
1: that's true that's a very good point
0: yeah I think if I think if it was a I'm made up no well I think if even even if that family walked across a uh, old white kid who had who was this had the same problem as he did yeah I still think that they would have done the same thing I, I
1: think you're right so
0: I don't think it really matters yeah that's just the way it worked out
1: mm-hmm. yeah I, it's just complicated to try and sort through your feelings about it because you don't want to assume things that are not right. You know, yeah. you want to be sensitive to certain things that are going on in our country right now. And at the same time, if you have the wealth and the means and and you really, really want to help somebody that you love.
0: No matter what color, no they matter
1: are. what color yeah. they are.
0: But in, even in real life, neither one of them mattered so much about the color. Right. Like Michael didn't care that they were white. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they cared that he was black.
1: Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good word.
0: So good what are you word. gonna rate it? So
1: I give this movie a six. Okay. It's better than a five. I okay. didn't think it warranted a seven. Part of that is because I don't really care for sports movies.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I did enjoy the non sports aspects of it. Yeah. Um That that's so you. That's that's me.
0: Okay. Um I'm gonna give this movie a seven. Okay. I'm gonna give it one higher than you because it was very funny.
1: It was. Fun. It was
0: seven point five. Oh. Because okay. it was very funny. Like <laughs> it was. It was like it was just funny. Mm-hmm. It was very compelling. I never got bored in the movie. Mm-hmm. It was just an all around good story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was there was a, a good bit of stuff that wasn't too accurate, but I feel like even if I hadn't. It hadn't well, one no, I, I feel like even if I wasn't podcasting about this I would have still gone and googled stuff about it mm. yeah so I think that's why I'm gonna give it more because it was very interesting it was compelling it made me go find more stuff about it
1: mm-hmm. one thing that I did appreciate about it was that you knew that the twoeys were Christians but it didn't bang you over the head yeah you know they they weren't it wasn't presented in an off-putting way, yeah, which I really appreciated. It was it was subtle, but you knew for I mean, you definitely knew that they were Christians. Yeah, um, I don't know what Sandra Bullock was worried about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and the acting's pretty good in it too. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was so surprised Tim McGraw did a really good and job. And we had
1: no idea that that was Tim McGraw.
0: <laughs> yeah, we knew he was going to be in it, but we didn't know that was him. No, was we so kept younger. expecting
1: to yeah. have a a musical cameo or something, and. <laughs> Then you real we realized at the end, wait, he was the dad? Yeah. Wow and he, he did a really he good job. quoted the charge of the light brigade with such
0: feeling. Mm-hmm. I was
1: like, Wow. Looking yeah. back on it, I didn't know then that that was Tim McGraw, but it was like, Well, he did a really good job.
0: Yeah. So it was just in my opinion, all around pretty good movie. Yeah. I liked it, so I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Okay. I don't think it needs an eight. But that's 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 my thing. Okay. Okay. Dudes and dudettes, that is our review of this movie.
1: Yeah. Do you have a movie line for us this week?
0: Oh, I do. It's kind of a longer movie line. Oh. So, yeah. Well, John Han answered the last one. <laughs> which, okay, guys. First three people who send in an answer will be mentioned on the podcast. We really need y'all to answer some questions movie lines so uh send your answer to the score 20 at gmail.com uh we'll put a link for it in the show notes and here we go <clears throat> hey i know a joke a squirrel walks up to a tree and says i forgot to store acorns for the winter and now i am dead it is funny because the squirrel gets dead boom
1: <laughs> that's a good one yeah, that's a good one <laughs> i feel like it's not
0: too hard but it's it's it's, it's...
1: no you did a good job
0: Okay. Well, thanks, sis. I'm glad I got your approval.
1: Well, okay. I mean... <laughs> okay, the one... Okay, yeah,
0: you tell me, like, last week, my my line was awful. You know what? Next line... No, you
1: it wasn't that it was oh, awful. Yeah, I know, I'm just kidding. It was that you did a a, a Kylo Ren quote when we were talking about Evan Driver the whole time.
0: <laughs> That's and what then, was going through my mind.
1: And then, the episode before that, you had been talking about Monster Inc. and you did a line
0: You. <laughs> You don't realize how hard it is to find movie lines.
1: I can help you with movie lines if you. Do.
0: Okay, that's your assignment. Next line, next podcast, you do the movie line. Mm, okay. Okay.
1: Okay. That's a good idea. That's a that good we idea. Can go back and forth on the movie line.
0: Okay. <laughs> you want to get out of here? It's a it's a good timed podcast.
1: Yeah, I've got some things I need to do.
0: Yeah. So no, the offensive tackle. So if oh like. <laughs> They're coming for the quarterback, and you have to lie, and, he, and those people are trying to stop them from coming at the quarterback. I don't know all of their names. I'm not that g- good at it. Gotcha. But y- 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 I'll explain it to you. It may,
1: the the example with the elf and the orc I made sense. So, it, so the orc I berserker <laughs> with the bomb is running down the causeway. right? An elf tries to stop him. Another orc comes and tackles the defense The defense is trying
0: to offend the quarterback and they're trying to defend the quarterback. That makes sense. To the best of their abilities. Sometimes it doesn't work out. <laughs> but Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. See y'all later. <laughs>